Hello again to our listeners. Welcome back to I Had the Craziest Dream Last Night, where we read and discuss your crazy dreams and maybe a few of our own. I'm Ashlyn. And I'm Alex. And for our fourth episode, we're going to be talking about scary dreams. Ooh. That was a ghost. Very nice ghost. Thank Alex. you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So today, as I said, we're going to be talking about scary dreams. Please be aware that some of the dreams we're going to share in this episode contain some PG-13 content. We have four dreams today that we are really spooked about. Haha, <laughs> get it? <laughs> um, so the first dream that we have to share with you guys today comes from Sarah Doyle, who is a classmate of ours and also has her own podcast. So it's called The Black Holes of Netflix, and it's an absolute crack up. We'll link her podcast in our show notes, so be sure to check it out. So Sarah writes, my husband literally had a dream that he was crucified. And the crazy part is that he woke up and his hands and feet were on fire for like an hour afterwards. Oof. That's Isn't a that rough creepy? one. <laughs> Starting in, coming in hot. <laughs> that's that's pretty scary. I Yeah, that's really interesting about him uh, having that pain in his dream and then waking up and feeling like that um, or having that pain in his hands and feet. I've actually had a dream like that before where um, I had a dream where someone like broke my arm. Mm-hmm. And when I woke up, my arm hurt for, like, the whole rest of the day in that same spot that it had been broken in my dream, which is crazy, right? That is so interesting. That has never happened to me before. Really? Uh-uh. I feel like, because I was Googling it when I was preparing for this episode, and um, it seems like quite a few people have actually had that happen before. Or maybe it was just, like, the places that I was looking right. were, like, the right places for that to be published. But it's interesting because um, as I was doing some research on it, I've heard before and read online that our dreams are actually only really only a few seconds long in real time. And so because Mm -hmm. of that, often our um, brains will incorporate things from what's going on around us um, to what's going on in our dreams. So, for example, like if your phone is ringing while you're sleeping or if uh, an alarm is going off, our minds can can incorporate that sound into our dreams to be like a bomb or a lion or something like that. Like Mm -hmm. it'll. it'll take whatever like physical thing is happening outside of us and incorporate that to like sort of cope with it. So um, that actually has happened to me before. Oh really? Yeah, like my like my alarm is like a song that I'm listening to at a concert mm-hmm. or my sister getting ready is like I don't know. Like it, it really does incorporate itself yeah. into my dream. But what's interesting about about Sarah's husband's dream is that and, and your dream, too, is that she literally, or is that he literally had pain yeah, afterwards. Yeah. Well, and that's what I was going to say is, like, um, so in the same way, like, maybe if we're feeling, if, like, something has happened, like, if, I don't know, like, my cat jumps on me a lot when I'm sleeping, and sometimes that hurts, <laughs> and so, like, it'll, maybe that will translate over into, like, I'm being crushed by a rock or something in my dream, or, like, um, sometimes people will have, like, cramps, mm. um, and I'm not really sure what would be the medical cause of like your hands and feet being on fire but I don't know maybe something maybe he was just like really hot or something like that (laughs) um and his dream like translated that into something horrible um so anyway that's just kind of what I found on it not really sure I feel like the research that I've done on it was like pretty inconclusive like Mm. nobody really knows for sure why or how that happens I heard a story one time about this girl who had a dream that someone like grabbed her arm 
in her dream and when she woke up she had like a handprint bruise on her arm which is like the most terrifying thing that I can think of (laughs) but I don't know how that would happen and like I don't think that our bodies can just like bruise themselves you know unless there's like something going on I don't think that our bodies can just be like oh I'm gonna have a handprint bruise on my arm now I don't think that's possible I I agree and one thing that we've really kind of touched on maybe not explicitly in this podcast is the line between our waking life and our sleeping life yeah and there mm-hmm. is definitely a crossover especially mm-hmm. uh we were listening um if you listen to our our third episode on on dream journals there is definitely a crossover between the things that are happening in our dreams and the mm-hmm. things that are happening in real life yeah yeah definitely yeah and and like AJ was saying in our in our last podcast, like she was getting ready to go off to college, and so she dreamt about someone waving to her on a train, um, or something like that. Exactly. And um, and that was kind of her way of like dealing with her mom, like having to say goodbye to her, and while she was like leaving for college and adulthood and all that. So yeah, I definitely agree. There's definitely a crossover um, between the two. So. The second dream that we have today actually also comes from a classmate of ours um, who also has a podcast. Mm-hmm. So um, his name is Jace, and his podcast is called Lit Knitters, which, funnily enough, I was a guest on a few weeks back. So go listen to the episode on uh, Breaking Bad because <laughs> I, I was on that. <laughs> um, I'm sure it's awesome. It's great. <laughs> um, but, yeah, definitely go li- give a listen to that podcast because it's really interesting, and they both put a lot of effort into it. So. Um, But anyway, Jace writes, so my bedroom in my apartment is small. My roommate and I have a bunk bed that's up against the far wall. There's about six feet between our bed and the vanity area. About a month ago, I had a dream that I had another roommate. It was kind of a blend between nightmare and sleep paralysis. I didn't ever see the extra roommate, but I could feel that he was there. In the dream, I was facing the wall, but I had the feeling that the roommate was throwing things at me, trying to get my attention. I felt that he was going to hurt me, so I turned my body all the way around to make sure that I could see him. My intention was to throw things back at him, but when I turned around, the roommate was gone, but the extra bread was definitely still there. I woke up feeling disoriented in the dark. I grabbed my phone and flashed the flashlight toward the other end of the room to make sure that there wasn't an extra bed. That was probably one of the freakier dreams I've had in a while. Okay, <laughs> Understandably. Honestly, that is super freaky. Yeah, yeah, that's so <laughs> scary. Thank you, Jace. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, yeah, and I feel like I have dreams about, like, similar things like that all the time where, like, there's someone there that I can't necessarily see but, like, I can feel. And that's, mm-hmm. like, honestly one of the scariest things because it's, like, I don't know. There's just so much uncertainty about it. I think one of the things that makes scary dreams so memorable is that most people don't feel intense fear in their everyday life. Yeah. Like, we mm-hmm. wake up and we go about our daily routine. Yeah. And, of course, we feel, like, stress if we don't get an assignment turned in on time mm-hmm. or if we lose our kid for 30 seconds <laughs> or whatever. Like, yeah. we have, like, little moments, but the the intensity of the fear that we feel in our dreams is actually not something that we really that we really feel in in real life. Right, yeah. And that's definitely true. I feel like there have been very few times in my life where I've had that like like sinking like fear feeling. That doesn't mm-hmm. that's not an everyday thing for me, but it does happen frequently in my dreaming life. So maybe it's like maybe our emotions are just really heightened when we're dreaming cuz like there are a lot of things that I'm slightly scared of in real life and then I'll have dreams about it and it'll be like the worst thing in the world. That is so interesting. I I remember um, 
oftentimes, oftentimes in dreams, uh, we are faced with situations that we would never be faced with in real mm-hmm. life. Yeah. And I remember I had a dream where I woke up and I was in a coffin mm. and I'd been buried alive. And I was trying to push the lid of the coffin open, but it had been nailed shut. I mean, there was no way. I was six feet under and there was no way that I was getting out. And so I just became really, really claustrophobic and, mm-hmm. and couldn't breathe and, and suffocated in the coffin. And when I woke up, I was so afraid and so claustrophobic. Yeah. And um, in, in real life, I am a little bit claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, my, my thoughts... I can reason my way through my emotions, but when I'm sleeping, yeah. I that part of my brain is turned off, and I can't reason through the emotions that I'm feeling. Yeah. Um, and on that, like, I remember when I when I had that dream, I was actually in a history class at the time, and right. we were talking about how people in the Victorian era actually did get buried alive sometimes because they either had a disease that made them like look that, like they were dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, other circumstances. And so, actually, a lot of people say that the idiom saved by the bell actually came from this time period because oh my people gosh. would often put <laughs> a bell in yeah. the coffin so that if someone woke up and they had been buried alive, they could ring it. Oh, my god! And the grave watchers would come around. And that story, I remember I was in high school, and that really, really freaked me out. Yeah, dang. <laughs> so. uh, man, I wish I didn't know that because that, that, that <laughs> oh, yeah. show, like, I used to really like that show. When I was younger, the Saved by the Bell show, and like, um, <laughs> and now it has such like a sinister meaning to it. Anyway, it's okay. <laughs> it is really scary. Sorry to ruin yeah. it, but no, that's it's okay. The actual history behind it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, that's crazy. That reminds me. Sorry to like make light of this, but that reminds me of um, an episode in The Office. Have you seen The Office? Oh yeah, I love The yeah. Office. It's Do you the remember best show. that part? Like it's like later on um, where Dwight has one of his aunts passes away and um, he has a funeral or they have a funeral and they do some like pretty weird stuff to make sure that the person is actually dead um and then it like talks about he like comes on as like we had a bad streak of like accidentally burying people alive because the shrews are like very heavy sleepers or whatever like totally yeah like that's so scary i can't even imagine like i can't even imagine what that would be like i don't want to imagine what that would be like to wake up and you're in a coffin like it was honestly one of the freakiest yeah i'm sure dreams ever yeah so this next and last dream that we have for you is my own. Um, so it's the one I mentioned a little bit earlier. This happened forever ago, like when I was 10 or 11, just like very young. Mm-hmm. Um, and But it, it still remains one of the top 10 scariest dreams I've ever had, not because of the actual content, but because of the way it made me feel. There haven't been many dreams in my life where... I've woken up in a sweat and have not been able to sleep for like a week straight after this um, or after having that dream, but this was one of them. And again, not because of the content, as you'll see, it's very silly. Um, But like for whatever reason, I was just like so freaked Mm -hmm. out by this. Um, So the dream was that I was a cop and I was driving down the road during or doing highway patrol when this huge truck zoomed past me, swerving all over the road. So I put on my lights and I raced after him as fast as I could. And I finally caught up to him and pulled him over. Um, But as I got out of the car to come over his window, he also got out of his car. And he was this tall, older man, probably in his like mid fifties ish. 
and he was wearing a cowboy hat and boots with very sharp spurs on the heels. And he stomped over to me and he started shouting at me about how he hadn't done anything wrong and how I needed to back off. So because he was getting rowdy, I pulled out my gun and I told him to calm down. But then out of his pocket, he pulled a box of peanuts. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> that is so scary. Yeah. So like... Keep in mind, in my waking life, I'm not allergic to peanuts or any other kind of nuts. I actually don't have any food allergies at all. I'm very blessed for that, but like, I'm not allergic to really hardly anything. Um, but when he pulled out this box of peanuts, I just got this horrible sinking feeling, <laughs> like something really awful was going to happen. And so he stepped closer to me and he said he was going to kill me. And I started crying and essentially begging for my life. But he ignored me and started rubbing this box of peanuts all over my face. And then just like how in old video games, when your character dies, everything like fades out and turns red. That's what happened. I died. I died by him rubbing a box of peanuts on my face. <laughs> and then I woke up. <laughs> it was so oh, scary. Anyway, and like little 10-year-old me was like, terrified of peanuts for like a month or two after that because I was like they're gonna kill me (laughs) but anyway I don't know like I don't know why that freaked me out so bad again like I'm not allergic to anything so I don't know why that would have been like a fear in the first place I'm trying to think of like what other aspects of the dream maybe just like cowboys I'm afraid of cowboys that's what it is (laughs) well honestly it's so interesting because it's usually scary because of the feeling associated with it Mm -hmm. like the actual thing might not be scary but the feeling is scary right my sister tells me like over and over again about this dream that she had when she was little where she saw she was in a movie theater Mm -hmm. and she saw like a sushi roll in the in the candy counter that they have at movie theaters Uh uh-huh and she just had like this sinking feeling of dread, kind of like what Weird. you're describing to me when he saw when you saw the the box of peanuts. Mm-hmm. She saw this this sushi roll and just had this awful sinking feeling of dread. Oh no! And didn't eat sushi for like years Weird. because she was so that it just always reminded her. That's crazy of that awful dream. And when you say it in real life, it's it like, sounds funny. That's so ridiculous. But like, it's like, what's like, wrong with you? Yeah, but like when you experience it, it's like really real like Mm -hmm. that dream it's still like sometimes I get I still get like freaked out thinking about (laughs) it but like it's so ridiculous because it's like there's nothing harmful about a box of peanuts unless you are allergic to peanuts Mm -hmm. so I don't know it's just silly our brains are so weird (laughs) they they do the weirdest things when when they're partly turned off (laughs) right (laughs) yeah yeah it's funny because I again in um, preparing for this episode I was kind of reading up on on WebMD, which is definitely the most reliable source. Um, (laughs) And it says that while it's very common for children to have nightmares, only about 2 to 8% of adults have them regularly. And I don't know if I believe that. (laughs) Because I feel like I have nightmares pretty frequently, and like I know a lot of people that also have nightmares frequently, so maybe I'm just like, still a child and that's why but I don't know I also think it depends on how you define nightmare like something that's completely out of the blue completely out of the ordinary Mm -hmm. because I know I had definitely had more imaginative dreams when Mm -hmm. I was little yeah um but now my nightmares are based more in real life scenarios yeah that makes sense I guess like I don't have I don't really have nightmares about like um like monsters or anything although I did have a dream the other night that I was being chased by um possessed stuffed animals so that's scary (laughs) yeah but I don't typically have dreams like that it is always about like 
like I mentioned um, a couple episodes ago about like how I I frequently have dreams about like my ex just like popping up Mm -hmm. and that to me is like very scary Um, so I don't know I guess yeah you're right like they do shift they do change a lot I've heard that dreams are a way of processing yeah uh, events in our in our waking life Mm and and I agree with that. I, I I think that a lot of the elements that I dream about are just a it's like a collage of my waking life sometimes. Yeah. Some of them are worth repeating and some of them <laughs> are just crazy. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's it for our episode on scary dreams. We hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to check out Sarah and Jace's podcast. Uh, we'll put the link in our show notes so that you can find it. They both worked so hard and it's really paid off. Next week, we're going to be talking about in-between waking and sleeping dreams, or sometimes known as lucid dreams or dream paralysis. That's right. Dream paralysis. Dream paralysis. Um, Lucid dreaming. Lucid dreaming, Mm -hmm. yeah. um, Any of those. So we're going to be talking about that next week. Um, So if you have an experience that is related to that, please make sure to email us at ihadthecraziestdream at gmail.com, and we might feature you in our next episode. Sweet dreams. dreams.